Hey guys, and welcome to Goodversations, a collection of honest conversations with talented voices in the theater industry. My name is Alexandra, and I'm joined today by Tamara McCoy-Patterson. With lots of exciting stage and film credits to her name, Tamara is currently starring in Theater Peckham's Christmas pantomime Jack and the Beanstalk. We spoke all about the show, which is currently running at Theater Peckham until December 22nd. And I have to tell you, I went to see it on press night the other week, and it was my very first panto show. So it was a wonderful discovery for me, and it was such a lovely production, because this particular version really shines the spotlight on child actors, and I honestly had so much fun when I went to see it, so I can definitely recommend Jack and the Beanstalk. Now, speaking of which, before we go into the episode, we're actually one week away from Christmas. So I hope you guys have a magical Christmas wherever you are. And I hope that you can find the time in between all the parties and celebrations to just sit down in a quiet space, knowing that you're exactly where you're meant to be at this very moment. And just reflect on what you've achieved so far and really just visualize what you would like to do and experience and learn and create next year. And just give yourself the permission to just do it passionately and with an open mind as you step into the new decade. That's the deal I've decided to make with my own self. And I really just hope you guys can join me in pursuing our dreams and creating our own magic as we head into 2020. I wish you guys lots of joy, love and wonder this holiday season. And this is actually going to be our last episode of the year. Goodversations will be back in spring of 2020 with new episodes talking to your favorite theater makers and I'm really excited to be exploring new opportunities for this podcast to grow as we head into season three. But until then, I really hope you guys enjoy this episode with one of my favorite guests of this season, the amazing Tamara McCoy-Patterson. I'm so very happy to have you on Goodversations, which, as you're telling me, is your first podcast interview. It is my very first podcast. So, welcome. <laughs> and, you know, I feel like this episode is going to be such a love letter to you because you've done <laughs> lots and lots of amazing theatre projects, such as the Western Productions of The Lion King mm. and Mary Poppins, and tons of TV and film stuff, such as Mamma Mia. Yeah. Here we go again. And, you know, I could go on forever. <laughs> so, why don't you introduce yourself in your own words and give us a top line about the project that you're doing here. I'm Tamara McCoy-Patterson and uh, right now I'm doing Jack and the Beanstalk at Theatre Peckham. Uh, my role is Henrietta, so I lay the golden eggs. She's also a, a cash machine, um, she is a chicken and she is a, a tap dancer, so <laughs> she's I guess a triple threat. <laughs> Wonderful, and before we jump into it, I'm curious mm-hmm. to know when did you first perform? So I started dancing when I was three. It was actually my great-gran who told my mum to get me involved into dancing because I was always dancing and tapping about at home. So I, I, I am very thankful to my great-gran for that. So I started dancing at three and it's just, I've just kept it going. I remember there was a, um, a power cut on my street 
and um, my mum was talking to this other guy across the road and until then I you know I wanted to be an artist I wanted to go to um, St Martin's do a degree in fine art and you know maybe have a gallery or something you know but I, I loved art and still love art and um, I think they were talking about performing arts and whatnot and my mum said oh my daughter she dances she can dance so then there was a conversation of ah oh, come and audition for our school so then I auditioned for London Studio Centre and I ended up getting a, a scholarship for three years to go there and then when I graduated got my agent straight away and started working in the arts and in the shows and so it's funny how things happen Amazing, and now you're here. Now so, here. <laughs> but also for a lot of kids, this production of Jack and the Beanstalk might mm. be their very first show. Yeah. So I'm curious to know what's your most memorable experience from your earliest days of theatre going. Um, well, I went to a a local dance school, and um, through that I did two pantomimes as as a child. I did Dick Whittington and I did Aladdin, and um, I remember as a kid I was like, okay. This is my very first panto. Um, okay, do, do, what do I think of this? <laughs> and um, I never did panto again until right now, to be honest. So, yeah, it was a. I, I guess that was probably my first ever performance doing those two pantos as a as a child. And I obviously liked performing because I've I've I'm still doing it. <laughs> Wonderful. And how is doing panto different from doing a regular theatre acting job? I, I would say it's different because it's more it, everything's set in place um, it, it, when you're doing a, a show or a theatre production it's not always very jolly or very light you know you have some light stuff in there I suppose but depending on what show it is that you're doing it, it, it is quite regimented whereas your, your panto is very it's almost Disney isn't it is happy go lucky from a performer's point of view i guess what does doing panto involve and you know what are some of the unique joys and challenges that come with this job i would say panto is quite flexible uh you're allowed to to ad lib putting a few words here and there and it's um getting people to interact with you getting the crowds to interact with you you know that's completely different to what you were doing in, in theater or straight play it's, it's breaking that fourth it's, wall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It really is that. And sometimes that can be quite nervous sometimes, you know? Yeah. Because in Panto, you see everyone's faces. You see their expressions. And if you're doing a... I don't know if you're doing a show, if you're doing a play, it's dark. So you don't always see people's expressions or their faces. So um, that can be a little bit nerve-wracking too. Yeah, and yeah. I guess children are the harshest critics, <laughs> They actually. are. They tell you how it is. <laughs> If they don't like something, they will say it, you know? So you have to be on your game as well. How long is the panto rehearsal process? So our rehearsal process is three weeks, I think it is. Yeah, three weeks. So it's kind of the same as in the West End? Uh, in West End, depending on what show you're doing, uh, it'll be four weeks, maybe six weeks, if it's quite a technical show. All right, so it's um, actually less. That's interesting. Yes. Jack and the Beanstalk is running at Theatre Peckham mm -hmm. until December 22nd. Yes. So what is this one about? It is a coming-of-age story, and uh, Jack, he's kind of finding his way through life. I don't want to give too much away, but there are some great little moments in there, possibly even a, a little romance that could be brewing. <laughs> Exciting. 
but it's 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 funny but it has like a little life lesson in there as well and you know what is kind of the motivational force of your character how does she fit into all of this well i think in some way she actually saves the day because obviously jack and the beanstalk we all know that story you know he chops down the beanstalk and the the giant or the ogre falls down and you know he saves the day however i don't want to give too much away but she lays golden eggs hint hint wink wink (laughs) amazing and you know what do you think audiences will make of it i hope they'll like it i think they will like it it's it's a light-hearted show it's a christmas show you want to go and see something that makes you feel happy and i think this show will do that and also for the younger kids that are watching the show as well you've got the young adults that are playing needs so you know Usually in other pantos you have all the adults that are the lead characters and doing all these big things But in our one you've got the the child actors that are doing that as well And I I think that's quite inspirational to some of the kids that are that are watching the show Lovely and actually as you mentioned what's great about this production is Mm. that these I believe 24 children are actually joining you guys on stage. What is it like working with child actors, though? Well, everyone says, oh, never work with child actors, never work with animals. But to be honest, these kids, when it comes to their scripts and their lines, they came in and they were off script. They came in already off script. They knew knew their lines. And it's great to have that, because even as adults, you you learn your lines and you take your time to get off. When you see how quick that they've done that, you're like, okay, next rehearsal, I will be offline, off yeah. script too. You know, it 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 works both ways. You, you motivate each other, and they really have a, a knack for getting like the script work done and knowing where they're standing. You know, so it's I was like, okay, <laughs> I see I'm how it is. Yeah. <laughs> Are they great collaborators then? Yeah, I'd say that we all collaborate, and our director Suzanne. She, lo- she loves that and she, you know, asks us to kind of bring that forth. If we have any ideas, then let her know so we can incorporate that. Awesome. Obviously, if it doesn't work, it won't be used, but yeah. she likes to have us all to collaborate. And I think that's a great way to work. Oh, amazing. Yeah. It's, it's great to have someone at the helm who's, yes. who's really passionate about bringing Absolutely. people together. The show also takes influence from the mm. 80s. It does. So do you have any, like of your favorite 80s jams or TV shows or movies that you love from that time? Oh my gosh, I remember there was this movie uh, called Girls Just Wanna Have Fun. Like it's, I don't know if anybody remembers that, but it was real old school, real. I used to love it. And I remember, you know, when you could record stuff on VHS. But yeah, that was my, my favorite, favorite. Oh yeah, there was Black Beauty as well, The Horse. There were so many programs, The Incredible Hulk. Oh yeah, There were so many. Old school, yeah. Like, um, yeah, good times, actually. Good memories. Yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of the iconic films, like Back to the Future, came mm. out. The, I think The Breakfast Club came out. Yes, it did. It did, yeah. Just, it was a I good time. Breakfast Club, yeah. It was. It really was. You know, for those performers who might be listening right now and will be doing pantomime, let's say, for the first time this year, um, what's your top tip for them? Enjoy it. I think Panto is one of those, one of the shows that you can just really get yourself fully embraced into it and immersed into it and it is really fun, it is really enjoyable and you can kind of play around of little things as well mm-hmm. if you've got uh, some lines in the speaking role, you can, you know, you can converse with the audience, you can come out of your shell, all I can say is to just enjoy it, 
And of course, because there will be lots of excellent other panto shows in London oh, yeah. this Christmas. Of course. Um, and if a family can only see one, hmm. why should they pick this production of Jack and the Beanstalk? You've got child actors that are playing the lead roles. And I don't think in the other pantos you do have that. Whereas our one, you actually have the child actors playing the lead roles. These support, you know, in it's... I think it's inspirational to other kids that are watching it because they they can think, well, I could do that. He's the same age as me. Why not me? And that's actually how a lot of actors get that get bitten by the bug. Absolutely, yeah. So definitely come and see ours. You know, because this is a Christmas show, and Mm -hmm. you know, this particular holiday kind of unites people so well. What do you think is something that everyone, absolutely everyone in the entire world, can agree on? I think there's so much that's going on in the world right now. There's so much. If you turn on the news, there's, (laughs) you know, it's always so depressing. It's always a little bit negative and it's not focusing on anything happy. And there's so much to be happy and joyful and grateful about. You know, hey, we're alive. We're able to see and experience all these great things. And even coming to Panto, that's fantastic. I think, yeah, the focus is on just being grateful, being happy. The fact that you can walk outside not many people can do that you know so I say um, gratitude in your career is there like one highlight or a couple of highlights that that have really stuck with you Mamma Mia 2 when we did the filming or the commercial because it was beautiful I did a commercial in Turkey um, for for first choice and that was insane it was just it was hot it was beautiful and then straight away after that I had to come back and film for Mamma Mia 2 so there's lots of traveling coming back and forth and that was in Croatia as well and it was I, I can't even begin to express like, I was on set with Meryl Streep um, Colin Firth I mean James Bond was there Piers Brosnan I mean <laughs> Cher and we were on set, we have to do the scenes with them and everything. Obviously, you know, you do what you're supposed to do, but I was like, wow. But I think it's good to have idols. It's Absolutely. good to have inspirations. Because that's how you push yourself and get further. Yeah. You know, you don't want to stay here. You want to keep growing and growing and growing. Exactly. So who inspires you? Oh, that's a hard one. I'd have to say my mum. Yeah, I mean, my mum's work ethics, how she is as a person, that's what's made me push myself and just want to be better you know she's inspired me to do that and I you know I obviously want to make my mum feel proud (laughs) and you are you've done amazingly well thank you Um, still growing still get there of course yeah you you know we never you know it's dangerous to think you've arrived once you think that then what's the point absolutely what would you define as the magical recipe behind your career oh gosh Going, if you can, go to the theatres, go and see the films, because you're still learning, you're still watching. Um, do your research. You know, I also teach as well, so I, I myself and Susan Lawson Reynolds, we also choreographed uh, Jack and the Beanstalk as well. So, you know, even though, you know, we're in it, we're still teaching, we're still learning ourselves, we're still doing classes, we're still watching. You have to kind of keep your research is going. Love that. You mentioned seeing theater shows. Mm. Like, what's like a one show that you've seen recently that's really that you really enjoyed? Oh, I thoroughly enjoyed Harry Potter. I I think I must be the last person on earth to see it. <laughs> um, but I saw it. I was like, wow. 
I was I, I loved it. Did you see both parts in the same day? Or? Um, I couldn't stay to see the second to see the second part. I was like gutted, but I am going to go back and see it. Nice. Yeah, I will go back and see that. But I loved it. I mean, I love theatre. You know, I just love the whole magic of it. And it could be something so simple as lifting up an arm or lifting a cloak, and the magic has appeared. It's happened. I, I love that. So I was a child sitting there with my mouth wide open and my eyes like really, really big, just like, <gasps> yeah. Amazing. And imagine how many kids will come here and see Jack and and have the same reaction. I think that's just so so. cool. I hope hope they do feel inspired by us all, you know, in the cast. And I just hope they have a great show. Amazing. It's about the magic. (laughs) Yes. Now we're on to the random section. Oh, wow. Okay. So what's the funniest thing that's happened to you on stage? Uh, I think I was doing Mary Poppins. I mean, there have been so many things, but this one just came to my mind first. And uh, we were doing Step in Time, the tap number. But the stage was always a bit slippery, and they used to put Coca-Cola on the stage as well to stop really? it from slipping. But it would still be a little bit slippery. And a friend of mine, Terrell, he, he fell. But he never falls in the smallest of ways. It's always like the biggest of ways, and it was hilarious. So <laughs> he fell. We laughed. We were laughing quite hard, but still kind of keeping our core. The audience couldn't see us laughing. But because we were laughing so much, we ended up falling. And it was just like, oh man. It was, it probably probably doesn't sound funny, but it was one of the funniest moments. I could just imagine actors falling (laughs) right on stage. And that's the thing, when people fall over, you know, you just can't stop. I mean, there's one guy when I did To Kill a Mockingbird and he's meant to run to the back of the stage, but he ran to the back of the stage and he kept going. He fell off the back of the stage and it was a real serious moment as well. Yeah. There's another time when um, Tom Robinson, when they say, we we find you guilty and he's meant to go, (gasps) he jumps up and he starts crying. But for some reason, I don't know what he was thinking, he did that a little bit before they said guilty. Mm-hmm. So his reaction was of shock and horror before they even said it. So, I mean, what else could you do? You had to have a little giggle there. And as a child, what did you think would be awesome about being an adult, but isn't as awesome as you thought it would be? Oh, wow. I think that's a hard one. I think when you're older, you have um, responsibilities, don't you? You've got bills to pay, <laughs> mortgages to pay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay. Ah, was when you're a child, everything's just carefree, isn't it? I know. And it was like, I can't wait to work. I cannot wait to go to the yeah. office every day. I remember I asked my mom, I said to her, mom, please, can I get my myself my first job? And it was, uh, where was I working? It was in first sport in Wood Green. And that was my first job for like £2.95 an hour at 15. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I begged my mum. I was like, it's great for my independence, mum. And, you know. Yeah. I'm sure she was thrilled. She was I'm like, sure yeah, she you was. go for it. <laughs> yeah, um, what's your favourite holiday movie? Oh, oh gosh, it's a hard one. Because I, I love Christmas and I love all the Christmas movies. Oh This Christmas, only because it's the last film, last Christmas film that I watched. Uh, recently, which was last week. Yeah, so I'll, I'll say this Christmas. Okay. <laughs> I love Home Alone. I can oh my gosh, I forgot about Home Alone. Do, do you know, it doesn't matter how old you are or if you've seen it about 10 million times, 
whenever it comes on TV, it's like, ah, oh, yes, Home Alone. What's going to happen? I know, I love it. Yeah, yeah. and Home Alone too, definitely. Yeah. Favourite place in London this time of year? I love Winter Wonderland. <laughs> well, I'm a big kid and I love going on all the fun fair rides and doing all of that. But I'm also a wimp as well. So I'm like, yeah, let's go, let's go. And then they're like, oh, I can't go on that ride because I'm, I'm too scared. Or, mm. but I'm just going to look at it. from Yeah, but yeah. I just love all the Christmas markets. I love that everyone, we're all so happy at this time of year. Everyone's just thankful, they're, they're kinder, you know, we're, yes. Yeah. What makes you smile and what scares you the most? Food always makes me smile. <laughs> and scares me the most. Um... Probably fast driving, like if I'm a passenger in a car, someone's driving really fast, yeah. Makes my stomach go inside out, like, oh! <laughs> um, describe yourself in three words. I've always got a smile, okay, three words. Um, I'm happy, thankful, bubbly, I guess. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, there, there we go, one word. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And lastly, if you could throw one career aspiration and one personal wish out there, knowing it will come through in 2020, what would you wish for? Oh, I'd wish for a successful career in television and film. And of course, great health. Always. <laughs> of course. Who doesn't need that? Exactly. <laughs> awesome. Well, on that note, thank you so much for this. Thank you. Thank you for having me.